0: Welcome back to the Beer O'Clock podcast. We are here with Don Viteri of Rooster Beers. Um, and yeah, here at SCA Brew, day two. All very exciting.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. appreciate it. Thank, you. thank yeah. you for
0: coming in. And thank you for, for bringing a very cool-looking bailout That's a really awesome-looking can.
1: Thank you. The yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think that's kind of a good segue into uh, what Rooster does, huh? Yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. would love to hear about it. Yeah. So Rooster, we started uh, back in 2015 was when we first started brewing beer the founder michael he just wanted to make a you know a different beer to the mass lagers that were being produced in vietnam at the time uh and still are uh so we started out making just a couple of beers and then as time went on we started working with uh, a great company called BeerCraft. i'm not sure if you guys met them yet but fantastic they put a lot of the people on map in vietnam with the the their uh the brew pups, you know, just 100 taps, 20 taps. Back in the day, they started out with like 12 taps and it was Rooster, uh, Platinum, Pastor Street, Lack, Fuzzy Logic. You know, it was like, sorry if I missed anybody else, but that was cool, you know. So, anyways, uh, we started out very small and we are in Kunya Island. Kunza, Kunya, there's like three different ways to say it. And, uh, you know, now, fast forward to where we are now, we have a, a huge brewery and, um, yeah, it's what sort great. of volumes are we talking? I'm not allowed to say. Not allowed to say. No, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I got to keep that one secret. Yeah, I could tell you 100,000 just to you know sound yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Be great. No, but uh, no, we do really, really well. We 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 have our own brewery. We have the you know, thankfully we're lucky enough to have our own brewery. A lot of breweries uh, back in Vietnam, it's a it's a little bit costly and. You know, so we have our own canning machine, we have our own bottling machine, we have our own brewery. It's nice. It's really, really cool, man. I like it a lot. So, so is it? Um, you you said you were from? I'm um, from Chicago. Chicago originally, yeah, yeah. And then my buddy invited me to come out to Vietnam. I said, "Screw it, no wife, no girlfriend, no kids, cars paid off. I'm going." You know, that's one awesome. way ticket. Yeah, <laughs> one way ticket. And then six years later, he was like, "Just give me six months. Give me six months of your time." I was a chef back home in Chicago He wanted me to help him open up a restaurant, and that's how I met Mike and everyone from Rooster. And I started working for his wife, and then she was like, "I want to do Vietnamese food." I'm like, "Chicago? I only knew like two Vietnamese people, right?" I'm like, "I don't know how to cook Vietnamese food." She's like, "No, no, no, you be my manager, I be the chef." So I was like, "All right, cool, cool, let's let's do that." And then I started learning how to clean beer lines, and then I started going out doing small sales calls, and then I started. doing more and more and more and more and more and now uh, my business card says business development director but uh, a little the only thing i don't do is brew the beer that's the only thing that i don't do yeah, but, it's a bit
2: like my job title back home yeah? I'm, I'm an ops manager officially yeah. but it is everything non-technical of the business yeah.
1: <laughs> which is cool you know coming coming from that chef background i'm so used to doing one of everything you know you have to understand how the whole machine the whole uh, Thing, the, how everything operates, you know, in order to make sure that you know at the end of the day you have a working business operational.
0: Do you miss so. the uh, the hospitality life, or do you get enough of it with beer?
1: You know, you like know? sometimes I do. Like when I, I just watch that show, The Bear. You Honestly, know, yeah, <laughs> I just every yeah. time no, I shift now, I think The Bear. And it's my my wife's uh, she's got a masters in psychology, right? And so she, we're sitting there. I've told her war stories about what it's like to work in a kitchen, and like she gets it. And then we're watching The Bear, and she's like. Are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay. So <laughs> she was like, yeah, "Okay." She was like, "Is this what it's like in a kitchen?" And I'm like, "Fucking absolutely." You know, and it was it was kind of creepy and like gave it's even giving me goosebumps now. How well they portrayed yeah. that that kitchen life, you know. And then I started having like nightmares of working back in the kitchen, ticket machines going off left yeah, and right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't really miss the 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 whole chefing thing. Uh, I still cook a lot at home. Mm. You know she loves it, and you know and come home. I'm like, I'm gonna make sushi tonight. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you sure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, all right. I'm not gonna argue, you know. But I still get a little bit of it with the uh, working in f b with the beer, right? So, and I feel when you come from a background of working in a restaurant, you know, it's it's a little bit easier to connect with your customers out there. You know, you tell them like, look, I know what it's like. So I'm going to make your life easy. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, then you know exactly what I mean. You know, I go into these places and they're like, oh, this is all I need to do. I'm like, yeah, you buy the kegs. I supply everything else. They're like, oh, thank God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's been a wild trip out here, but I love it. Awesome, man. Yeah.
2: Um, Where where does Rooster sort of fit in in the overall vietnamese market and sort yeah. of what's sort of the maturity of the market obviously coming from chicago yeah. you've got a reasonable idea of what's going on in these states yeah 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 So, yeah. like how sort of maybe how far behind are they like where are they on that journey
1: all right so rooster we make traditional style craft beer right we're not going overly hoppy with our stuff we're not doing milkshake ipas that type of stuff right although gimmick tree which are cool don't get me wrong all right i'm not hating yeah all right they're fun, one-and-dones type of thing. It's cool. I appreciate that. You know, a lot of work goes into that stuff. But Rooster as a whole, we do more traditional-style craft beer. You know, we're making West Coast IPA. You know, we look at Sierra Nevada and some of those old-school, like Rogue. I love Rogue. I, I got a dead guy tattoo on my like, yeah, You awesome. know, like, I love, yeah. you know, and, like... To pay respect still to how traditional craft beer was made, not everything needs to be like ooh, a little bit of mulberry overtones in this beer. Like you this know? is
2: this is just beautifully balanced.
0: This pale. Thank you. Like Thank it's you. just big body. It's old school. Wish yeah. my brewer was here to hear that right yeah. now. I don't know <laughs> where he is. You can show him, show him on yeah, 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 yeah. Um, put a time stamp in. Yeah, <laughs> great,
1: awesome. Uh, but yeah, so we where we fall a little bit, we're on the traditional side of craft beer in Vietnam, and then. Uh, you know you have breweries like Heart of Darkness love those guys and they're like kind of the complete opposite of us which is great because then when you go to a bar you see Rooster and you see Heart of Darkness you kind of get that whole spectrum in in one go when you go to the bar which is great you know you want to just get a classic blonde or a Pilsner or a pale from Rooster and then you want to get something that's Crafty craft, you yes, know, so know. Then you got a harder I've seen
0: maturing that you can have multiple breweries having their niches, and yeah. when you have the whole spectrum of, of craft beer
1: yeah. covered by these different that's, breweries. That's
2: it's the other interesting thing about Vietnam. Like you even have craft like macro lager guys, almost like yeah. What the, was that called? Red Rock.
1: Yeah, Red Rock from uh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that stuff was pretty yeah. wild. But and the, the, and the dark,
2: they've got a dark lager
1: as well. Yeah, think, the the big bang, the big bang of craft beer. Only happened back in 2014, 2015 in, in in Vietnam, so it is still new. You know, it's still very young. the The local demographic there. One of the hardest things about doing craft beer in Vietnam with the consumer is the education level on what craft is. Like, why do you pay more? You know, Grace from Heart of Darkness just did that premiumization uh, uh, speech on it. You know, and she nailed a lot of good points. But, you know, trying to really convince the consumer in Vietnam to, you can buy a tiger beer for like a dollar, right? You know, and then just trying to convince them to spend $3 on a craft beer. You know, it's, we're, we're still in that stage. It's so young. Uh, Majority of the demographic in Vietnam, the local demographic, they don't even know what IPA is. They don't even know what it stands for. You know, a couple of my salespeople, I'm still, you know, every Tuesday we have a sales meeting. We're going to the tap room. We're tasting the beer. I'm doing blind taste tests with them. You know, we're doing all this stuff. And it's great because then they introduce it to their friends. Their friends introduce it to their friends, their family, so on and so forth, you know. So it's cool. It's it's getting there slowly, but it's getting there. You know, I like it a lot, man. It's cool.
0: I mean, yeah, we're obviously from Australia. Like, the scene is still reasonably young there. Like, it feels like it's exploded in the last decade or so, but you know you still feel like there's a long way to go but it's like it's cool days all days yeah
1: when i left chicago back in 2016 um there was like three breweries where where i was living yeah i went back home like a year and a half later and there was like one every two blocks i'm like what the hell is going on here man i'm like this is great but holy shit yeah and then eventually chicago we ended up winning the award or whatever recognition for having the most breweries per capita or like square, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. To Chicago. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I was like, we took that away from Portland. All right. Yeah. That's what you get. You know? but, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it the scene's crazy back home. I bet it is in uh, Australia too, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fun. It, it's becoming yeah. like that. Like I, I live down the road from a dry zone Mm-hmm. And like they've just like a dry made, zone. What's yeah. a dry zone like? No, no alcohol allowed to be sold there.
2: No licenses.
0: Um, really what? weird, old, But then,
2: but that's like that's like a 1920s law. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah think, dude.
0: But we've just had a brewery open there. Like that's how much desperate they are for is, Like cool. <laughs> somehow they pushed that through. But um, yeah. yeah. The,
2: the the dry zone law is something like it has to be approved by like 70 percent of locals. Yeah, like it, it's something around. ridiculous.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. What can you drink there then? Yeah, can you drink at the brewery? Yes, in the dry zone. Yeah. So, so it's a semi-dry zone it, now. It, it, yes, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: It's, the dry zone Slightly is quite wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There people, you go. Yeah. people are quite keen on. Uh, you yeah, know, they're cars like,
1: they're and, like, all right, that's it. Fuck it. It's, it's just brewery, please. Just can. give me, just exactly. give me some booze. Exactly. I need a drink in order to forget about this dry zone. Yeah. Definitely, you know?
0: definitely. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> I'm keen as um what it, in terms of SEA brew. Um, yeah. Is there anything in particular you're hoping to get out of it? You just want to meet people? Uh, just have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well it was
1: gotta... funny we were talking about this earlier. We got like a few different groups of people that come out to these events, which is awesome. We get like the um, get like the business business people, you get the people that are interested in like seminars, and then you get everyone that you get some people that are just like, "I came here to have some fucking fun, you know, and network." Which is great. No, um this year the last time I went to Seabrew was the Philippines right before uh, you know, the COVID. Yep. And um that was a lot of fun, but this time I made sure to sit in a lot more seminars, take notes, um, you know, figure do out podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty cool, guys. Thank you. And, um, uh, and network, and we use a lot of these distributors here, you know, uh, with the Hops, uh, with the Barth House, 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 sorry, yeah. House, Barth House, sorry, guys. My German is a little rusty. And then uh, Weyermann, Wireman yeah. uh, Specialty Malt, we use them. We work with Titan from uh, from Vietnam as well, too. So it's cool. And then, you know, we've I've just been going around talking to people. So what I look to get out of this is just networking, just getting to know more people in the scene, you yeah. know, which is great. And getting to learn some, uh, uh, some stuff. I really shout out to Ali and uh, Grace for their marketing uh, seminars. Pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. What are you guys looking to get out of this, huh? Oh, how the tables have changed! I think
0: we're in that third category of uh, have fun and network a bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll call it networking. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, this yeah, is networking. Yeah, yeah, this is great. I think um, if if you want a, a semi-serious answer, um, I think Australia has a real disconnect to the rest of Southeast Asia in terms of beer. Yeah, um, we're kind of we're quite literally on an island, but also on hmm. an island in the sense of, I think uh, we think our scene sort of you know. Think of Southeast Asia, you think macro lagers and stuff. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I think we're really interested in showing there's a bit more than just macro lager in Southeast yeah. Asia. And yeah, because
2: like, we have a lot of tourism to Southeast Asia. Mm, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And there's, we're up to almost 10 of craft craft a beer is craft in Australia now. Cool. So those guys are going over there. Yeah, yeah. They need to know about the scene and not
1: just sit on a beach and drink, you know, fifty yeah. cent targets. Yeah, <laughs> like, so when I like I said when I first moved out here, I was working at the restaurants and whatnot. And, like, learned really quick about Aussies and Bundy, Bundy, some Bundy, Bundaberg. pre and like, Bundy and Coke. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Disgusting. yeah. Right? Yeah. So they would walk by and they're like, "Oh, mate, you got any Bundy? And I'm like, at first, I'm like, what the fuck is, what's Bundy, you know? And then I'm like, very sorry. And, uh, <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> and this one guy, I believe his name was Jeff. He's like, I cunt, you got to come here and you got to try this Bundy and Coke. And I'm like, all right, all right. And I sit down and he's like, what you think? Like it just tastes like rum and Coke. Yeah, that, like that's just what it regular is. fucking rum. And he's like, "Don't you taste that eucalyptus?" I'm like, "That's your selling point, the eucalyptus." I'm like, "Yeah, I tried it. I, I, I get it, but like, what's so special about this?" Yeah. No, Apparently, no, 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 no. it just gets you in a lot of fights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <think it's> <laughs> that's, that is that is pretty much it. <laughs> it's because people drink
0: like six liters of Coke, and so you end up just having like. You know, half a kilo of sugar go and caffeine Whew. and caffeine your body, and I think that's what causes the problem. Like a drunk me. five-year-old, huh? Yeah. exactly. Yeah, oh my exactly. god. Um, I guess uh, one thing I'm sort of curious about mm. is, do you see, do you want any like drastic changes for Rooster in the future, or are you guys just sort of looking to, to keep on keeping on? Are you really happy with your niche? You want to sort of just, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah man. We're we're very happy where we are in Vietnam. You know, with the whole craft scene there. Everyone's still learning. So when it when it comes to rooster being in that traditional category, a lot of Vietnamese kind of get it. Because mm. Vietnamese beer culture, like the old school way, there's just a lot of yellow and dark beer. So yeah. a lot of German, a lot of Czech and pill uh, uh, styles of beer. You know, everyone there, my boss's wife is kind of like my adopted mom. You know, she told me, you know, back in the day in Vietnam, everyone drank yellow beer. Yeah. Um, but people would drink dark beer when they had money. But they usually have, like, a toothpick hanging out their mouth because that meant you had money, too, because you can eat all the time. And then you had a dark beer, right? So there's always this uh, this perceived value of dark beer in Vietnam, which is great. You know, it's really, really cool. Um, it, yeah, our dark has won a couple awards uh, over the years as well, too. So it's where we're going to go in the future is we're we've cut out a lane for ourselves and we're going to stick to it and we're going to stay in our lane and just keep on growing and going you know and my keep keep growing that market for your own beer because you yeah. got
2: what 85 million people something like that in vietnam yeah
1: yeah my my uh, sales manager amanda she Vietnamese local and she she rocks it man you know she really knows how to get the team and 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 get to the local demographic and push that in there it's great first time I ever had sour was at this uh brewery back home called whistle noon brewery or something I'm not sure if they're still around but um we went in there and they handed you like a little spittoon like a little brass fucking ashtray or whatever and I was like what's this for and they're like oh this is for you to spit in I was like, spit in? I'm like, what did I just come to? And they're like, ah, have you ever had a sour? I'm like, no. They're like, yeah. You'll need that spit You'll need this, yeah. <laughs> and uh, sure shit, tried the sour. Then I was like, Ugh! you know, I'm like, this is disgusting. Let me try another one. <laughs> <laughs> we got a
0: friend in Melbourne who calls them bomb bombs. Bomb bombs, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah he is very, very sensitive to butyric acid. And, uh, like, he picks it up in things that...
1: Yeah. You know. I love them now, though. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm me definitely yeah, going to that yeah. Sour Hour. Oh, yeah. 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 They're awesome, man. You know, my one thing, though, is with Sours, and I have tried a lot of them when I was back home. I feel like a lot of people are taking shortcuts and just throwing oh, yeah. a shitload of uh, citric acid into it, you oh, know, yeah. and just making it like a sour Warhead gummy bear drink, yeah, yeah. you know?
0: Making this sour, but not you're not using you know lactobacillus you're just yeah. Using acid.
1: yeah yeah exactly you know i'm like and you can definitely tell the difference oh, from oh, a traditional yeah. to to what you know like i just said you know
0: thing is it's like kettle souring doesn't take that long anyway it's just a yeah, yeah. don't get me started yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's the whole thing we've done <laughs> yeah yeah um all right we'll let you get to that sour because i also want to go to it yeah let's um, go um but where can people uh, find you? Um, where oh, okay, can yeah. Be a, is it doing export all just in Vietnam? Uh, do you have social media? We like were that? doing
1: export in Singapore, but due to COVID, we uh, stopped that. Uh, uh, yeah. both sides of the party decided to stop that. I think but, that's a common theme. Yeah, we heard today a lot of. Yeah, people. we almost came to Thailand actually. Yeah, and then COVID happened, and the guys that had the company there don't have the company anymore. Yeah. Know? But um, all right. So where you can find us? Go to RoosterBeers.com. You know, we have a website and then uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Rooster Beers, just type that in. You know, Rooster Beers Vietnam, if you want to be a little bit more specific. Uh, and yeah, you know, we all over, you know, and then we have tap rooms in Vietnam as well. Now we just opened up some tap rooms. Uh, we have one on 40 Bui Vien in District 1. So right outside of the craziness of Bui Vien. Have you guys ever been?
2: i have you have
1: have. yeah Yeah. we're right on the outside of the chaos right so if you wanted to venture off you could uh and then we have uh uh another location in bintan which is on uh 425 from and then we got two more locations opening up soon and then a fifth as well so is that Saigon? Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, this is think. in Saigon. Yeah, yeah, Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon. Yeah, uh, in the south. And yeah, so we got a few more locations opening up as well too. Hopefully, before the end of this year. Also in Saigon, or also in Saigon. Yeah. Except for the fifth one, I'm not allowed to say where that one's yeah. gonna be. But yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah, really man.
2: exciting that you guys have got so many. Yeah, it's cool, man. you're know, expanding when, quickly.
1: When I first started for this company, we only had four beers. And we were in twenty four locations. Now we're in all the major CVS chains and over two hundred uh, bars throughout the throughout the country. So it's awesome, man. It's that's really exciting. Right.
0: Like it, not many people will get to say they get to see like a scene grow while they're part of it. So it's like
1: I got in right at the last yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was the yeah. last hire to come from the states. You know, like <laughs> no more. That's it. Amazing. None. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what a story. Thanks,
1: man. Yeah. Thank, thank you, guys. You I appreciate time. it, man. It really yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's go to do that sour hour, huh? Yeah, let's yeah, do that. That's fucking <laughs> do right, Cheers, guys.